Proverbs chapters 16, 17, and 18 deal with the subject of building proper relationships. Psychologists tell us that about 10,000 thoughts pass through the human brain each day. That makes 70,000 each week and 3.65 million thoughts a year. Jesus said that we would have to give an account of every idle word in the day of judgment, Matthew 12:36. Since this is the case, we had better learn how to control our thoughts and the words that result from those thoughts. Proverbs 16 has a lot to say about controlling our thoughts. There's a little battle going on every day in our heads to capture our minds. Satan is the person perpetrating that battle. Verse 7 is the key verse here in Proverbs 16. Verse 7 says, When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. I think that the leaders of our nation would do well to internalize that verse. Why is America in such peril today? We have no promise that there will ever be a time when we do not have national enemies, international enemies. But I am convinced that America is going through a time of struggle and trial because our ways, our thought life, we are not living lives with proper motivation based upon proper thoughts. Now, the Scripture says, verse 3, Proverbs 16, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. If you want your thought life to be controlled, then you must commit your lifestyle to the Lord. You must obey Christ. You must begin living a life that honors Him. You must find yourself associating with spiritual people, reading the Word of God, placing spiritual thoughts into your heart and mind, your spiritual computer. Commit your works to the Lord. Make Jesus Lord of your life. And amazingly, as your lifestyle, your conduct, your habits, your associations, your obedient walk with God, your witnessing for Christ, all fall into place. Amazingly, your thoughts also clean up. In fact, verse 33 ties in with this. The lot is cast into the lap, but the whole disposing thereof is of the Lord. God is in control of our lives. We sometimes get the crazy idea that we can be deceitful and dishonest, break the rules, and that God will overlook it. God never overlooks sin. God judges sin. And then verses 19 through the end of the chapter, chapter 16, comprise the fourth division of the chapter and deal with the deceiving mind. God wants your mind to be committed to His Lordship so that you're thinking good thoughts. Listen to this and memorize it. Sow a thought, reap an act. Sow an act, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, reap an eternity. And that is exactly how we are to live. Our mind is so very, very, very important. Chapter 16. The preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Every one that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. By mercy and truth iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord men depart from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. A divine sentence is in the lips of the king. His mouth transgresseth not in judgment. 
a just weight and balance are the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are His work. It is an abomination to kings to commit wickedness, for the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him that speaketh right. The wrath of a king is as messengers of death, but a wise man will pacify it. In the light of the king's countenance is life, and his favor is as a cloud of the latter rain. How much better is it to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding rather to be chosen than silver? The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Pride goeth before destruction, and an haughty spirit before a fall. Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the lowly, than to divide the spoil with the proud. He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good, and whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increaseth learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it, but the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth, and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as an honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to the bones. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. He that laboreth laboreth for himself, for his mouth craveth it of him. An ungodly man diggeth up evil, and in his lips there is as a burning fire. A froward man soweth strife, and a whisperer separateth chief friends. A violent man enticeth his neighbor, and leadeth him into the way that is not good. He shutteth his eyes to devise froward things. Moving his lips he bringeth evil to pass. The hoary head is a crown of glory, if it be found in the way of righteousness. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but the whole disposing thereof is of the Lord.